us. It's not like terrible, but it's like mediocre because like you know, we, I mean it's called you know it's called getting wavy, man. I was. I'm, I'm like, thinking it, of it, man. I'm like, yeah, it. it should just be called Color People Time. We put out podcasts whenever. Punch us like we can. I'm, I'm all about it, bro. Yeah, yeah, man. You got to keep it wavy. That's and that's with anything. I say with everything that you do, create them waves to where you see. Never the let difference. them ride your waves too, as well. No, man. yeah, that's the that's the other thing. How, then, how did you make sure, like, not like secure your own kind of half, but how do you make sure that? You know, you're not letting. Obviously, you have a team of people that you kind of trust. How do you make sure you're not letting the wrong ones in? Yeah, you know, snakes pretty much. Yeah, man. So, so I, I didn't learn that one the hard way because my circle used to be huge. Yeah, like, man. See, I can I'm, only imagine. I'm a, I, like, I'm, you know, I got love for everybody, so I give everybody the benefit of the doubt. And I'm like, all right. So if you're around me, you probably around me for the right reason. Or uh, if you support me and you say you do, I'm pretty sure you mean it. But then it's like, nah. Some people are just there just to take up space. Some people are there because they actually want to gain something from you. Some people are there is just because they really don't want to see you do that well, but they want to be that close to you. Um, and so I, it was one of those. It's like, all right, look at yourself. What you, what do you really want out of this? And then, do you see that in other people? And most importantly, do they elevate your game? Like, because if if not, you, it's very obvious if they don't. And you see a difference in yourself with the differences that they make in their in them in their selves. And that plays for me a huge factor in what I do and who I associate with now. Like I literally like it's kinda crazy. Like I, I have like maybe like five hundred something numbers in my phone. I only talk to like ten people <laughs> on a weekly basis. Yeah man. And it's literally those are the people that are in my circle. Out of everybody else, I got them on Facebook or some kind of social media, so that's how I keep up with them. But it's like, out of those 500 people, how many of them are really pushing your your movement? Yeah. How many are investing in your in your come up in a way that they because they want to see you come up in the right way, not because okay they feel like they got to or uh, if I scratch your back, you scratch mine. Right. No, they genuinely want to see you win. It's about 10 people, and that's it. And it's usually like who I'm most close to, which is my fam. But that's a given, that's your fam. Uh, but also I know not everybody's family support them, but luckily I, I got blessed with a family that did. Mm-hmm. And then my bandmates, but yeah. they are family. I can't say they're not just homies, they're family. We work inside to side, we create stuff that's making a difference on other people. So you gotta love it, you gotta love your family, you know, you, yeah. cause you can't change that. Uh, and so for me, it's, it's one of those things like, uh, I know what I want out of myself, but also who is around me. And if I, I'm able to, which I am, able to detect that right away, if it's not, if it's there or not, I'll be able to know whether or not you should be around me or not. Um, of course, you can be, you know, you always show respect and you acknowledge other people, but when it comes to your business and your growth, you can't play with that. Because it can be taken lightly by somebody who don't know what's good. And being in the business that I've been in for as long as I've been in it, it's like, nah, you know what's good. Ain't no excuse. You yeah, know, you can't settle. Settling is just not an option. Settling is what pilgrims do. Yeah, and we saw where it, it got them. <laughs> so uh, I never said I'm not the Mayflower, man. No, 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 man. Uh, you can't be. Yeah, man, it's it's wild though because like when people think that like you're not moving though, that you're not growing though. Um, so talk a little bit about. Um, and we were, where were we at there? We had 45 minutes. Um, so talk a little bit about your center. How did you get involved with Yo Gabba Gabba? Because I completely forgot about that, man. Yeah, it was a, <laughs> that was a, man, that's a very uh, crazy thing. So um, my god brother, Cedric, Cedric Garner, 
um, had got a connection through his agent, and um, he was just like, yo, man, they, they looking for some, some more interesting new talent, you know, something that's a different approach to the show. Um, so he hit me up, and he was just like, you know, would you be interested? And then we sat down and, like, uh, you know, kind of talked logistics and how, you know, how the game kind of works and what you're walking into. And the way I looked at it was like, yo, man, I'm, I'm a kid from the north side of Milwaukee. How often do you say you're going to work on a show that's globally respected and known? Ever. Yeah. Probably not that often. It's almost so, that Sesame Street level, man. You ain't, right, right. Like, yeah, modern day Sesame Street, like, yeah. with a new twist and a fresh, you know, feel to it. Um, and so I was just like, yeah, you know, what are your options? And I was weighing where I was in my life at that time, which was 2010. It's just crazy the process that that was seven years ago now. And I was like, okay, I'm coming off of uh, this wave of love from doing, you know, being acknowledged and shown on So You Think You Can Dance. And that was cool. And I was like teaching and doing all that stuff. And it was cool. But then I was like, there's another level to what my voice could be. And then when you thinking about that and then saying, oh, you can do it now, but on a global level. And you can represent your city and what you really about. I'm like, oh, I'm, I'm all about that. So I remember sitting down and uh, talking, you know, about what I'm about to walk into and signing the paperwork and doing all that. And the next thing you know, I was on a flight to Rochester, New York. Like, just right away, no hesitation. It was like, yep, fly you out. And I started on tour with them you know, in 2010, the fall of that year. And it was like four months of just like shows every day uh, except for sometimes Saturday, Sunday, but you do two shows a day, sometimes three, depending on what city you're in, and grinding it out. I learned all about what having a good work ethic is about and what it should be from doing, working with them, because it's strenuous. You ain't got no time off. There's no, you get chill time here and there, but I was the kind of cat that I was like, bro, I'm from the north side, where you got to earn everything that's, that you want, because it ain't, like I said, it's not given to you. So I was there doing multiple jobs. All I had to do, I only had one job, which was to play my role as the character that I was, and that was that. But I was in the front, uh, you know, doing handouts. Um, I'm uh, outside talking to people, just getting the vibe of the cities, whichever city that I was in, just to feel, be like, okay, this is what I'm about to walk into. Preparing for what I was about to do, and uh, it made me appreciate the country a lot more, you know. And I really realized the difference between East Coast and West Coast, and how the South is nothing like the Midwest. Um, but it made me appreciate where I was from, uh, for sure, because the country has a lot to offer. And obviously, the state of the country now is one thing, and it's just like, man, I've, I've been to a lot of these places. And it was love, you know, it's cool. And so it's just like, it could be unified, it could be a lot of different things. Um, but it also made me realize how you can have a voice and be impactful in so many different places of what you should be doing. You know, applying, apply yourself. Midwest is always overlooked for whatever reason. And so when I was on the road, I was like, yeah, man, I was like, when people ask who you are, what you're about, it's, not, it's no longer about me because of what it meant to me to have a voice finally. I said, okay, I, I now have to utilize this in a way that best represents Milwaukee, period. Yeah. Because what you do know about it is most likely violent or you know little to nothing. So then we're irrelevant or we're not even recognized. Some people are like, where is that again? I'm like, 
Okay, so you know where Chicago is, right? Yeah, I'm like, we kind of in the backyard of Chicago, in a sense. Okay, but wait, where exactly? I'm like, so you heard of the Packers, right? Or you heard of the Brewers? Some people, bro, check this. They're like, I only watch sports. So then to some people, they don't even, we not even, we don't even exist. I'm like, yeah. but you paid the club, paid attention to geography class, right? You should know where it is. So why, why Milwaukee Public Schools? Why did you decide to like kind of put some time and invest some effort into that? Well, first, my, my mother was uh, a teacher for about 25 years in MPS. She just retired this year. Congrats uh, to her, man. Yeah, so I, you know, like, she, she paid her dues, she earned her stripes. So, I was exposed to it, you know, I saw it uh, firsthand, what she dealt with, what she uh, was in, that system, you know, and her being the kind of teacher that she was, as caring, giving, and, like, really genuinely wants to see these kids actually do what they're supposed to do. Do you think your mom had, um, do you think your mom, in, uh, in coming up in Milwaukee public schools and Milwaukee and stuff like that, do you think that uh, kind of gave you that inspiration that oh, yeah. motivated you to oh, yeah. more invest more time into Yeah, because when, you when, you're, when you're, like, you're a product of your environment. Like, that's, that's, a, that's true words have never been spoken with that kind of thing. Just because, and when you see it, you're like, okay, when you're a kid, okay, you, you probably can't do that much. But then I say, okay, when I come into a, a world or a, a lane where I can actually make the most of actually doing something about it, then I'm going to do it. Um, and it's funny because like, it kind of goes back to what we were talking about way earlier in the conversation where it was just about dance. It was like, okay, I want to do this because... This is the only thing that's working for me. But then I realized, I was like, you could do more with it. You can always play it safe, right? Yeah. But if you know you can do more and actually do something that is going to, like, instill some belief in other people and actually see some waves created from it, then I say, why not? You know what it is? It's a personal choice. It's a personal choice. I can easily choose to go, I'm just going to teach my classes and that's just that, whatever. Right. But then it's like, okay, if I know I can, I can deliver a message. I can actually see these kids be ready for what they're about to get into, which is being tomorrow's leaders. Then why not? I don't mind taking a few minutes uh, to, like, which, which is something that I do is every day I write something positive uh, on my social media and I send it out. Um, something that's encouraging. Whether, yeah. it spe whether it speaks to you or not that day, to somebody it probably will. So at least I, I can take a few minutes to do that. I don't have a problem with that. It's the same with my classes. Thinking about it more than just movement. What's the message? Who are you? Why are you you? How do you make the most of that? Which is you. Um, and with those kids, because she started at Washington High School, so she was mm -hmm. the high school level, then she went down to middle school. Right. Uh, Lincoln Center of the Arts, and then she went to elementary, uh, Elm Creative Arts. And as the years gone by, and as she kept going down in age range, the kids stopped caring as much. You know, they stopped feeling like they were, like school was a priority. They right. showed up. And then I was like, okay, now it has to be more than just movement. Same with my mom. You went from just teaching dance, having fun, to now you're disciplining these kids. You're putting them up on game about what they should be and how they should carry themselves. And then I, I saw that it's like, okay, yeah, that's needed. I care about my community enough to say I, I want to be somebody who is playing my part. Because we all play a part. Whether or not you choose to do it, that's a whole nother thing. But I was like, I'm here, why not? I got the time, why not? And so now that was kind of seeing her go through what she went through, seeing what she was about, how it, it did work for some students, not all, but just some. It, it meant that you have a role to play. And growing up in a household where you have somebody who is doing what she's doing, it, it, you would hope it would it, it keep you inspired, at least on the right track, 
but maybe uh, motivated to do something more than uh, just the norm. Why play? Like I said, why play it safe? Anybody yeah. can do that. You really ain't going that far if you're playing it like that. So, oh yeah. So yeah, seeing her, seeing her come up, seeing her develop into who she was, see her, seeing what she was able to do, made me say, okay, what can I do now? So, her, she plays a huge, a huge, huge part in why I am the way I am, with the way I look at things. And, and that, yo, that's amazing, man. Let's uh, let's bring this to a close, man. We can probably do like two hours of this. Right, yeah, you know me, bro. Uh, so we you. always end up. Uh, one of our last things that we always do is kind of go to self care tips. So this is a section where we talk about things that we're doing now just to keep up our, um, not only our physical well-being, but our mental well-being. So, oh, damn. Okay, you know, yeah. so like, what's a self-care tip right now that you're currently practicing? Um, I would say not only speaking into existence, but you want to do writing it down. That, that mental uh, just kind of thing to come back to it, like look at it. Cause sometimes you can forget it and then go, but then writing it down, you can go back to it. So keeping note of where you are, setting up, setting the tone for your goals. Like, cause you can set a goal, but then what's the tone for it? Yeah. You know, there's like, you know, you put like on the knob, like it's like an adjuster. Is the tone of it like very like high or is it low? Where you at now? Are you being super effective by going after it? Or are you just kind of chilling on that tone, you know? Yeah. So sitting down and really is just like, like, uh, mapping it out, even though I'm like well off in my career and it's good, but still doing the basics. Yeah, going, going, treating it like, uh, uh, in a sense, treating it like it's my. You're an intern. It's your first uh, week on the job, and it's, it ain't guaranteed just yet. Yeah, that's why I'm, that's why I treat any of my jobs or whatever I'm doing. It's like it ain't guaranteed. Even though I'm in there, it can still be taken away from me. Or somebody else waiting in the wings to take that spot from you. So treat it like it's your first week on the job. So yeah. that's something that I do for sure. So writing it down, taking all the notes, the necessary notes that you need to, to be successful. And also going into it not too hot. You understand who you are. Yeah, that's I mean, why you, that's why you take the steps you take. That's why you put yourself. But they won't put me on TV, man. They won't. Just like people are like, oh man, are you gonna be like, you should run for mayor? I'm like, no. I'm like, well, why not though? I'm like, oh well, um, you know, I probably would be a terrible mayor. I'm like, well, why is that though? Oh, because I would just advocate for people of color. <laughs> I'm like, we need to make sure that all the black people are in all the schools and all the Milwaukee. We need to make sure that we put 90% of the funding into Milwaukee. We're gonna, we're gonna redo the Grand, which they're making into luxury apartment buildings. Of an, an, instead of a mall, but we're not going to talk about that. Though. We're going to rebuild uh, Wisconsin, uh, or, yeah, Wisconsin Black Holocaust Museum, uh, which no, I am still, no, I am still no, waiting. No. I'm still waiting for them to like build. I know they're trying to gentrify Brownsville, Brownsville, man. But yo, how many? You know, what chance can I get to literally live right above Black Holocaust Museum? Like. I'm looking, yeah, I right. I know you feel different, right. man. I know. No, but I know, yeah. but I know what you, what we, <laughs> yeah. that's a whole nother. Yeah, that's a, uh, man, that's a whole nother episode. All right, so, yeah, yeah let's, let's wrap But you, but no, actually, we'll, yeah. we'll, we'll definitely chop <laughs> Um Yeah, so, uh, now this part is just church announcements, man. So, uh, you got any upcoming gigs coming up, man? We actually, uh, New Age Narcissism will be at Company Brewing this Thursday, playing the, uh, Thursday, uh, oh, the date, sorry, date and time. Uh, Thursday, the... I give you uh, two seconds. Uh, Thursday, the 14th uh, of September, this Thursday. Um, 
New Age Narcissism will be playing the Underwear Bike Ride After Party at 9 o'clock. Okay. Or 9 p.m. Um, so, yeah, if, you, if you're around, come come vibe with us. Uh, we're taking some time off after that show to work on the Nan album, uh, which has been in the works for the last three years mm. since we've been together. Um because we've been so focused on individual work, now it's about time that the group start actually putting the group feel and uh, movement into effect. Uh, as for my own personal stuff, I, I got my dance classes, uh, my beginner hip hop classes every Tuesday at 6 p.m. at Dance Studio Milwaukee, uh, 910 East Hamilton Street, right off Brady, right behind Casablanca. Uh, and then I have my kids Saturday class at 2 p.m., same location, and then my Sunday class is my hip hop. Uh, advanced uh, class, which is at 9 p.m., so it's a night class. Uh, so, yeah, if you're around, you down to dance Tuesday, Saturday, Sunday, and then uh, we play on Thursday, Underwear Black Girl. Okay. Are there, any, are there any cost to the class or any specials that you have for uh, those classes? Yeah, so my Sunday class is the, the it's $10, but $5 if you bring somebody with you. Um, and then the Tuesday and Saturday classes, uh, your first class is $5. And then uh, your best bet is you can do um, a pack, this pack at the studio. Uh, D-A-Y-N-C studio.com uh, is where you can find out about the classes um, and the packages that you can get uh, with the classes. So, yeah, it's not bad. It's always good. Um, I call it a, uh, an empowerment class. This is about who, who, you, who you become um, during the experience, but who you are as you leave that that class and experience and how do you apply what you just learned in that class um, in the real world so yeah come by come vibe if you're free alright Chris uh, where can they meet you at man uh, just as far as uh, oh no sorry media. where can they yeah where yeah, where can they reach you at your socials and oh, everything oh yeah so uh, as I mentioned earlier Snapchat Instagram Twitter B-M-A-D-B-O-S-S B-Mad Boss is how you can find me Facebook Christopher D'Angelo Gilbert that's my full name uh once again, I'll say it, B-M-A-D-B-O-S-S, Instagram, Twitter, um, Snapchat, um, and then Christopher D'Angelo Gilbert's Facebook. So, uh, I'm on everything. Come find me. I'm always around. <laughs> All right. Uh, as always, uh, I'm the uh, mediocre Rob or amateur Rob or, I don't know, rat Rob, I guess, though, whatever. <laughs> um, you can find me on Twitter at Waves414, but you can also find me on Instagram at ToxicAvengerXO, and you can also find me on Twitch. Um, watching me struggle through games again though. I'm playing Watch Dogs early in the morning. Just getting destroyed. <laughs> um, yeah, you can find me on there at OG Toxic Avenger. Um, as always, man, when life gets you ups and downs, remember to stay wavy. Alright, man, peace.